We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, we well, welcome in the Yankee general manager, who is obviously a uh, nice one to take away from his busy uh, time. I mean, you, you got to be busy when you got half your team on the injured list. Uh, Cash, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. How you doing? All right. Uh, obviously, crazy time for you. I mean, uh, in all the years, can you remember a time when you've had this many players hurt at one time? I can't. Can you, <laughs> no, can you remember? I, no, not at all. And I'm sure that, you know, I've I've talked to some other clubs at times, and some haven't seen it like it. And other clubs are like, oh, that's been the last few years, you know. So, you know, sometimes you, you – you don't see the forest through the trees and, you know, other teams have dealt with some stuff, but yeah, in terms of our experience, I've never experienced anything to this level where you're, you know, you're, you're taking hits everywhere on, on, on an every other day basis. Uh, and do you, are you being overly cautious or is it just seem like they're taking a long time to come back? No, we're not being overly cautious. Um, uh, no, they're just, it, it, it I mean, in some cases, I guess it's individual. I mean, in some cases, we, you know, uh, our initial assessments, our thoughts on uh, with doctors involved and multiple doctors involved were like in Hicks's case where it wasn't really anything. He's just had a stiff back. It's going to be a few days and spring training is not a big deal. And next thing you know, you're doing an MRI a week later. And next thing you know, he's getting injections, should resolve it. And it doesn't. And then he's getting a second round of injections. And all of a sudden, you got the, the VIG is running and, and uh, uh, you're you're just taking on more time and uh and exponentially because obviously then you got to get them going and so um that's it is what it is it's, you know I, I think we do try to take without question an honest approach with uh with with our fan base through all media outlets to to tell them what's going on right you know your best educated information from from all parties involved and uh, and you know but unfortunately uh in in most of these cases, it hasn't been good news, and the time frames are extensive, uh, some more than others, and and some have had setbacks. And so, uh, in the meantime, it's you know move ahead regardless. Uh, you know, opportunities get created somewhere else uh, by some for somebody else, and and it's on to, up to them to make something of it. And so, we do have guys that are in an exciting way taking advantage of those opportunities and doing well. But you know, we certainly want to get our guys back when practical, not as soon as possible, because. Uh, that goes without saying. First, uh, Gio Gonzalez. Now, you, you, you thought pitching's been pretty good, as we know. Uh, so, obviously, I, I didn't see the need. But how about your thought first on Gio Gonzalez? <clears throat> yeah, there was, you know, at least to, to, to try to frame it, because he's going to sign somewhere and be a starter with somebody in the big leagues. So, that wasn't the issue. But when we engaged Gio Gonzalez, we had talked to his representation in the winter and then stayed in touch with him through the spring. And, and it got to the point where once his market you know, obviously hadn't developed. He said he never had any offers. We brought him in on a non-roster invite under the guides of a starter, you know, as starter insurance. And so the contract was designed in that way too. Um, he has no interest in being a reliever. And so now we're staring with this opt-out where he's pitched well his last two outings, and I don't have a starting spot for him. 
so it's add them and throw them in the pen and, and say, you know, hang with them. Uh, and for for a, an athlete that's, you know, historically outside of, I think, twice last year uh, in a postseason run, you know, pitched out of the pen for Milwaukee. Um, but, you know, in a dialogue I've had directly with him, uh, as well as our own assessments, is it, you know, worth us throwing $3 million into the bullpen and, and then hope it works out? The contract was kind of prohibitive also and it had so many incentives uh, that geared up towards starting so it wouldn't be a tradable thing for for any of these teams that are going to sign him now as a starter they'll repackage they'll make a new deal whatever it's going to be um but you know we had to look at it a lot of different ways and ultimately honored the uh the fact that he was starter insurance for us and when that insurance policy was expiring we couldn't cash in on it because i didn't have a starting spot for him all right that's fair um Judge, let's start there. Uh, what is your it, what is your early prognosis that you can best give me on Judge? There, just two weeks and reassess. Is that basically it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, we're not going to be able to put a time frame on it. it. You know, he does have a significant injury, so he's going to be down for a while. Okay, uh, and a while would be past that that two week time frame. But in terms of trying to frame it, in terms of what it's going to be like, I think I think we'll probably you know get a better feel for this thing. You know, uh, as we move forward, but two weeks is probably premature of getting that feel for it. But this but is a be, significant injury. Yeah, he has a okay. significant, uh, uh, you know, uh, strain there, and and because of that, it's going to be a while. So at, at the at the end of the day, we're just going to have to, you know, uh, you know, repackage and and plug and play with what we've got, um, and you know, evaluate it evaluate if anything presents itself outside. In the meantime, that allows us to tread water or, or excel. You know, our job is to find a way regardless of what circumstances is. So so our effort is to, to find a way to excel regardless. And so if something presents itself outside that allows uh, Booney and our staff to have more choices, great. But in the meantime, we're thankful for what you know, Talkman and Frazier, for instance, have done, and Guardy is obviously being Guardy, and yeah. and uh, Frazier's been hope- good, and you know, Talkman's been good so far. I mean, he's had a, he's had he's had his moments. He really has. Yeah, yeah. I think once he's had a chance to settle in and get some consistent at bats, because early on it was spotty, and uh, and and obviously settling in. Now he's had he, now he's it's forced upon him regardless. He's going to get everyday at bats, and he's responding well to it. And uh, and right, you know, clearly we're thankful for that, and so. You know, these uh, guys, the B-bombers, they're, you know, they're going to be called upon. That's what they're there for. Uh, you know, but normally you're not having to have all of them you know, deployed at the same time. But, you know, these are unique circumstances. But they are major leaguers regardless. And um, and so, you know, uh, it, you know, it's, I guess, you know, lock yourself in. It'll be an interesting ride. But I do think that we honestly do feel that we can compete on a daily basis, especially when you get the pitching that we've been getting from our rotation. We're talking with Brian Cashman. Before I get to the uh, pitching, let me uh, run down some of these guys. You know, uh, Aaron brought up the idea that maybe Andujar could be utilized in some DH capacity until you made a final, you know, uh, you know, real destination as far as what date or like. Let's say he was going to have a surgery in uh, July that you could maybe use him as a DH before that. Is that something that's on the table that's possible or is that unlikely? Well, I'd say if he has a destination with a surgeon, then we would just be doing that. Okay. So, uh, so no different than in a different. Injury but I mean, if you were going to lose him till, no matter any way, till next spring, once you cut him, could you get 
at bats out of him for a month or, or six weeks as a DH before that, or it doesn't make any sense? No, we would just we if it was you're going to have a surgery, whether it's now or later, we just do it now. You okay. know, um, there's no reason to to avoid it. But but I'd say this is probably a, a no, not too different. Although it's a different injury than when we dealt with the Tanaka diagnosis years ago. It's all right. We have a diagnosis. It's not a definitive situation where you have to act on it. We have to wait and see how, you know, rest and rehab and, and the response to that rest and rehab process works. And, and, uh, and there's a chance that, you know, you know, he could avoid it. It doesn't mean he, he would avoid it entirely. If it, you know, rears his ugly head in the future, then you got to deal with it. Uh, if it's something that needs to be addressed now, we have to deal with it. So, uh, the, the optimal word I get constant, constantly thrown at by our medical staff is, you know, once it declares itself, so it hasn't officially declared itself as, gotcha. as needing a surgery, but because we are always trying to communicate in an honest way and direct way and, you know, create that party line that everybody can enjoy in terms of information gathering. Uh, he has a, he has an issue from that dive back, uh, at third base that created, created a labrum tear and, and, uh, you know, we have pitchers running around and, and position players running around with labrum tears that they can move past it, and some obviously most can't, but uh, but it hasn't declared itself as something that needs the surgery yet, but we can't rule that out either. But any chance you would use him in a non-throwing role, like at first base or DH, would you go that route or not likely? I, you know, I think that's that would be an option uh, out of an array of choices. So, you know, I think it's more of an option. It's not the the option I'd prefer personally, but it'd be an option in the event that, listen, he with an extended period of strengthening of the shoulder, um, you know, or something along those lines, and you can play more on the DH slash first base side because it's not as much throwing in there. Um, you know, I think I think the the answers to the questions our manager or ice receive or any of our staff receive is more along those lines rather than, okay. yeah, it's a possibility if that's what we needed to do. And it was, you know, better, you know, uh, as he continues to strengthen. So he avoids and that, if that allows him to play under those circumstances better than, than having to wait for him to get over to third base a month later or two months later after he finishes off other strengthening programs, I think it'd be under those circumstances, but otherwise, uh, you know, our certainly hope is to return him to third base if if uh, if we can, but while I say that, Uchel has obviously been fantastic defensively over there. Yeah, so very again, good. Yeah, very another good. Another guy stepping up while he's gone, you know, and and doing a really nice job for us. So uh, so uh, I got to give t- uh, you know some props to Gio. How about uh, all right? Let's take them one at a time here. Who's closest to coming back? Gary Sanchez. Okay, so that's why I figured. Sanchez and Stanton. Let's take a look. Yeah, Sanchez has a rehab assignment tonight in Charleston. If all goes well, you know, we can pop him on a plane possibly as early as tomorrow, and he can be active as early as Wednesday if all goes well. So okay, Sanchez is first. What about Stanton? Uh, I would say Stanton probably. Uh, we'll see. You know, you know Stanton and Hicks. Uh, you know, at some point, you know, could be the next guys. Uh, we got such a long list. So I got. I'm looking on my wall here to make sure I'm not missing anybody. But I'd say Stanton. Probably is more realistic as the next guy. Tulo could be in that mix too at some point as a, as a guy here, you know, with Hicks. I'm following those two, so I'd say Stanton, Tulo, Hicks. Uh, you know, probably in that order. Uh, maybe Tulo before Stanton. It's, Are they still a ways? Is Stanton still a ways away? Hmm. I mean, every day we're missing him is a is a big. I mean, is he is ten days day. away minimum? I'm sorry. Is he ten days away minimum? Maybe. You know, it's, okay. it's it maybe. I mean, he's he's swinging the bat. He's having great batting practice sessions. And, yeah, I think you'll start seeing him out on the field doing full field probably BP sooner than later. 
Um, but and he is responding well and feeling stronger. And then uh, maybe maybe if you know, knock on wood, we get him off the West Coast. You know, as we enter, you know, uh, we're, we're obviously Anaheim, San Francisco, and then we go to Arizona. Somewhere along that way, if boxes continue to get checked, he could maybe fly out of there and either join one of our minor league affiliates to do more extensive work before rehab or go to Tampa to get finished up before he gets deployed for rehab games. So uh, some, you know, so currently that's what our hope is at some point here on this, this three city uh, West coast swing that, you know, we can get him back off the West coast and, and that means getting him closer to a rehab assignment. How about Hicks? Uh, he is going to start on the field heat BP. I think I think it's today. He he was here in New York on this homestand, working with our guys, doing cage work. Uh, so he's graduated from the tee to from the toss to internal cage work, and now will be out on the field. So he's he's getting much closer to obviously uh, you know being considered for rehab assignments. But he had not you know he really hadn't had any spring training. So. So he's going to have a little ways. Yeah, you know, he's got to build up both offensively and defensively, um, you know, as a center fielder. And, and uh, you know, so it, he's going to be longer than, than, uh, than Stanton. And Tulowitzki? Tulo's down in Tampa. He he went with a crew of guys. Uh, uh, I think he left sun, either Saturday or Sunday to fly down to Tampa and start getting, you know, getting finished off down there. And, and obviously we'll get him in some games. But I don't have the exact date just yet, but the calf is – clearly improving and he's doing a lot of activities now and you know but again we just got to make sure his his lower leg uh his lower half is is up to par and and uh you know we look forward obviously being able to get him returned and and you know plug in with him again so uh unfortunately it was it was something that you know happened sooner than we would expected you know obviously when we signed him we just needed between him and Gliber Torres to hold the fort for the three or four months we were missing Didi and uh so Gliber's still there and standing, thankfully, and uh, but it'd be nice to get Tulo back in the mix here too. And Bird, I mean, not that Bird. I understand Bird was disappointing uh, when he was there, but I mean, uh, where is he? Uh, he's in the boot for two weeks, and then we're going to reassess. So I think okay. he is day. I think today would be day seven or day eight of those that two week period. So. And and Didi is he going to beat everybody back? I, I, maybe Didi will beat everybody back. I mean, because he seems to heal. <laughs> That'd be great because yeah, I'm yeah. a big Didi fan. So yeah, so am uh, I. We so, all are. Yeah, yes, um, and, and but he seemed to heal quickly in the past. So uh, how's he doing? He's a tough cookie. He's doing good. Um, he's doing. You know, so far his rehab has gone off with knock on wood without a hitch. Even okay. though uh, you know it doesn't guarantee anything going forward, but he's doing really well. And I still don't have a time frame of you know. Uh, you know, June, July, or August, or but he's checking every box every step of the way. You know, with the demeanor that you'd always expect from him, so uh, so he'll be a welcome addition whenever we can get back to him uh, down the line. And anything new on Severino or Batances? Uh, just they're in shutdown mode right now. They're both here in New York, uh, return because there's no reason to have them down down in Tampa just sitting around. They're not. Uh, Batanzas, I think it's three weeks of no activity, which he's in. I think in the first, you know, just finished the first week of, and and Sevy, uh, same situation. So I think they're both. You know, maybe Sevy's two weeks into that now. Uh, so so I think it's four weeks of Sevy doing nothing, and two weeks, uh, three weeks of Batanzas doing nothing, and and so we're looking at uh, you know, in Sevy's case, sometime without a doubt, I'd say you know, um, in my mind, at you know, sometime in July, you're dealing with at the very earliest, uh, and. Uh, and in Batanzas' case, as a reliever, you know, once he gets through the three weeks, you get the throwing program going, and then, you know, is it, you know, probably three weeks after the three weeks are up, so it's probably a six weeks total. But, you know, because as a reliever, it's not going to take much as much to get him going. 
And you had to love what you saw out of Paxton the last two starts. I mean, just attacking the heck out of, out of everybody. I mean, and just that, yeah, that's the guy we traded for. That's the guy that uh, we hoped we wanted to anchor with Seve from you know power guys from the right and left side to join the rotation. And and uh, and so anyway, with Pax, he's he's transitioned over. Obviously, there's some adjustments you know um, that he had to make. You know, coming to this environment, I think, in which he spoke to a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, you know, obviously exclamation point against Boston, and now uh, you know clearly his last start uh, yesterday against Kansas City. Those are as good a back-to-back starts I've seen in a while from one of oh, our guys. Yeah, that's superb. Uh, now, what's going on with Green? I mean, he really. I mean, when you think about where Green was two years ago or even last year, Green has really fallen apart here. Yeah, I mean, Larry, you know, we're working with it. We're, you know, Larry and Booney and, and uh, Mike Harkey are bullpen pitching coach. I mean, as you know, you know, uh, I think I'm sure his confidence is a little low right now. I thought his last outing, which was yesterday, you know, he was unlucky. You know, he had, you know, he had a walk mixed in with a bloop that was well placed down, you know, in front of Frazier and right and behind Voigt at first and something the second baseman couldn't get to. So it was just perfectly placed in the right field, no man's land. Uh, he had a ground ball that, that, you know, found his way through the infield and he, he mixed a walk, I think, in between. So the walk was bad. But otherwise, he, you know, essentially did his job with weak contact uh, or ground ball contact and, and the ball just found places. Uh, so yesterday, I would say, was actually, even though he failed uh, in, the, in the stat line, but if he produces those type of results, you know, he, he'll be fine and everything will rectify. But but I definitely believe, without a doubt, like a lot of guys, if you're struggling, you're fighting yourself, you're 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 questioning yourself, and that's what all our guys are there to help him through it because he has been a, a you know a superior reliever for the last oh absolutely years yeah and and, 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 and a strikeout league. machine. I mean, a yeah, guy went that, in there and just yeah, blew people and away. And he's a strike thrower too, and so you know he, he's gotten. Uh, a lot of swing and misses for good reason. And so, you know, he's off a little bit right now, uh, or you can say whether it's off a bit or off a lot. Statistically, it looks really, you know, uh, ungreen-like clearly. And, right. uh, but our confidence is still there, and, and uh, Booney's going to keep giving him the ball, and we're going to walk our, walk through fire with him for a period of time. And, uh, and you know, obviously, maybe the, the leverage, uh, you know, opportunities might not be there as much, you know, uh, as they work through it, that's the first phase of that, which is all right. You know, give them a, a taste of something that's right. not as valuable or important if you can. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're forced to regardless. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully you know, he'll pop out on the positive end sooner than later because clearly we need it. The bullpen's been uh, a strength for us for some, quite some time, and it's been a weakness for us this season, uh, which is actually a surprise, and that's why. Big surprise. Yeah, that's very why big. Game and, so and, really the big and really the biggest part that people have overlooked with all the injuries is the bullpen hasn't been good. It really hasn't been what you no. expect. No, we've we've had some struggles, whether at times with Britain or you know, yesterday out of Aino or uh, Greeny or Holder, and, and, you know, and so obviously we're missing Dellen and uh, at the same time, and so and some other guys, though, well, the Chapman's now resuscitated, and you're starting to see you know, again, with patience and stuff, you, you know, there were some questions early on him. There's no questions about him now. What a, what an inning he did to hold, hold serve uh, while we were fighting our way to get back in that game against Kansas City yesterday. Uh, uh, you know, he answered that challenge. And then Seth has been really, really good. And, you know, the kid Harvey's done a nice job since he's come up. So uh, when the dust settles, uh, it's it's hard to keep everybody online and, and pitching to their abilities or, or playing to their abilities. But that's, that's you know, 
the staff's job to constantly with these players navigate the ups and the downs of a long major league season. What's the hardest part of this going through this for you? What's what's the most hardest thing for you to handle with this part of this thing? Dealing this with this every day. You know, and you know, the, you get a lot of the questions and fairness about your staff, about the medical team, about the training, and and if there's any, you know, uh, and you get them from everywhere, whether it's uh, media, whether it's you know ownership, whether it's fans, whoever, and and so it, you know, you got you spend a lot of time and effort to 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 dissect all that to make sure that you know everything that should be done and has been done is, is and is being done, and so yeah, there's a there's that extra scrutiny that you have to deal with. And, you know, we, we honestly feel that uh, what's happened to our injury crew is really more haphazard than, than an end result to anything that's been transpiring. I mean, we have one of the best, we feel medical teams going from, from our doctors to our trainers, to our physical therapists and strength and conditioning people. There's no new, uh, you know, equipment or, or training regime or any of that nature that's been instituted. And and so all these injuries are so, you know, distinct and different. It just happens to be a real rash of bad luck. And, and so, but dealing with it, you know, you know, makes it more difficult, but at the same time, you, you look for positives and, you know, when you're dealing with it and those, you know, when, that comes in when guys are stepping up and performing well, and hopefully we can keep speaking, uh, you know, speaking to those guys like a Clint Frazier and a talk. Well, you know, let's, let's stop with Frazier for a second, because people always raved about the bat and talked about the bat. And, uh, you know, you wondered if he was put in a spot where he had to really, you know, be an anchor in a lineup. He sure, he's sure been able to handle it so far. That's for sure. I mean, he he's been very without, good doing it. Yeah. And he wasn't a finished product. I mean, he, he, and I, I guess remind people that he he hasn't finished off. He never got finished off because he missed an entire developmental year. You know, so his experience level at AAA is is not extensive. Um, you know, and he missed all last year with those concu- with the concussion, and um, or most of last year. And so, you know, if we were where we needed to be in terms of health, he was going to be finishing off on the offensive and defensive side. You know, uh, just below at AAA and. And I know that you've seen some routes and stuff early, especially you had a tough game in Baltimore yeah, down at Camden Yards, which people pointed out to. And it, those were examples of I, I felt for the guy because I'm like, all right, he's being you know deployed right now. You know when and you could argue that he's just you know he, you know he's we got guys developing still at the big league level, which is happening everywhere. Uh, you know that's that's a that's not new to 2019. It, you know it just. Sometimes, if you you know, the, if you could do it the the wave the magic wand and do it the one way, you'd you'd have guys ready to go when they're finished. But it's just not realistic. So he's got put into a position where we're counting on him and others, and he's stepping up. And so you got to give him real props. And, and this is stuff he lives for. He, you know, he talked openly in the winter time about I'm going to take that job. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be with that team on opening day. He wasn't. He didn't have a good spring. But then when needed and called upon, he's really. You know, he's really risen to the occasion. He's been a, he's someone right now that, you know, I think people are going to be careful to pitch around because he's he's got a good mojo going and he feels good about what he's doing. And he knows he, he's impacting us. So that like so his confidence is high, sky high right now, where when we talk about Greeny, you know, it's the opposite right now. He's probably low. And also give Gardner credit because he's been pushed in a spot where he's got to play a lot. And, you know, he didn't get off to the best start. But you know what? You know you can count on him. He'll always come through. And that's what you like about him. He provides leadership, stability. I think LeMayu has provided that too. I think he's a guy you can count on for that. And I think those guys can kind of – at least they've been able to anchor things a little bit for you right now. No question. And then, you know, you got a manager here in Booney that's showing the discipline. I, you know, I got him props because I know there's some curiosity of, uh, wow, we got all these guys down and Gardy was resting the other day. 
mean, it's because we're in the middle of a 13-game uh, you got to give a, a day off now and again, yeah. you know. You're gonna, yeah. As much as you're gonna have to rely and push the pedal on the to the metal, you're gonna also have you're gonna have to be forced to play other guys uh, because guys need rest. And uh, and that was the thing. Like even on Judge, like he he, he had a DH day the day before the injury, um, and so DH is not a full deployment. But again, sometimes you can use that to give guys a little bit more of a blow. And and so I I know that our our manager and our coaching staff and the front office are trying to navigate, you know that aspect of it too, which is with who you've got, you can't run them into the ground either. They need to get spotted and and, uh, and get a recovery day because you know a major league season is is much more difficult playing I think than than any other sports because it's 162 games in about 100 and and maybe 87 days I think and uh, it's just it's constant. It's not going to stop for you and and you got to manage manage obviously uh, the daily grind of it too. So I think Booney's doing the best he can with that. Yeah, plus I think it's going to be a change for a couple of guys. Like Torres is not going to see great pitches. He's got to understand that. He's just you know they're not going to give him good pitches to hit in that lineup right now. They're just yep. not going to. Well, uh, so far this past week, I'll take a lot more of those weeks in terms of not the injuries, but in terms of the results. Where you know obviously we're getting hitting that win column a lot more than we were seeing earlier in the year. So uh, hopefully we can do damage and do well on the West Coast and. And, you know, keep uh, keep adding. We just got above 500, you know, and now we want to add to it. Is there anything, uh, is there any more, have you, t- have you exhausted everything in your system that you can exhaust, or is there anything else that you can reach down for if you need it? <laughs> They're there. I mean, uh, there might not be, you know, uh, people you're looking to go to if you have to, but but again, if somebody else goes down, I'll be I'll be going to another name that uh, you know you may or may not be aware of, but it's by default in some cases, and uh, this, that's just where you're at. And especially the time of year, you never want to get hurt earlier in the year because it's harder to to get stuff outside your franchise until after the June draft. And so it doesn't mean it's impossible, but it's more difficult. The prices are usually twice as high because their insurance policies for other clubs. It's such a long season that everybody wants to keep and maintain what they've got. At at least this early and and so you know the rash of injuries have come at the the worst time they can come but but it doesn't matter you just find you have to find a way to withstand them regardless because uh you know that's the, that's the gig you know that's the responsibility for all of us in it all right thanks very much for coming on appreciate it thanks Brian. Thanks. Thanks. all right brian cashman uh, is your update on the yankees and listen other than sanchez nobody's right knocking on the door Looks like he could still be 10 days away for anybody else. We'll see if maybe later on the West Coast, the Stanton can come back. Hicks is at least a couple of weeks away, maybe Tulowitzki. So it sounds like Sanchez next couple of days, uh, then Stanton, maybe 10 days, maybe Tulowitzki around the same time. Hicks looks at least a couple of weeks, and you heard him say significant injury. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, folks, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but significant oblique injury. Probably six weeks. I mean, I hate to say it, but probably. Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.